welcome to The Groove Lab. I'm your host, Lauren Alexander. Each week, I'll be bringing you a brand new interview from a professional in the music industry. And this week, I've got Luke Harvey of Moss Flower Pictures. Luke is actually a filmmaker. He has created some beautiful music videos, and um, I was so excited when he reached out and he sent me his website. I just kind of went down a rabbit hole of his work, and I'm, I'm a huge fan. And I'm super excited to get to talk to him. So let's get him on the phone. Hello. Hey, is this Luke? It is. I'm assuming this is Lauren. It is. How are you? I'm good. How about you? I'm good. What, baby? Oh, okay. Sorry, that was my two-year-old. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I was going to say that. That sounded about the age of my son. Oh, you have uh, a son. He's turning two in December, so. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Very... Well, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Is that your only child? Yeah, yeah. Uh, his name's Rhodes. Cool. Cool. Rhodes. Yeah. What's like your that. baby's name? His name is Errol. Oh, well, cool. We have something in common then. Well, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. So, um, when you first sent me your website, I I just got super excited. Um, I love your style of filmmaking. Um, I just went in and I binged every single video you had on your website. Wow. You. <laughs> yeah. That I need to update my website. <laughs> well, it's cool. I love. It's just your whole style is just like whimsical and nostalgic does that does that feel right does that feel like a good description it it is yes i love when people use those words to describe my work yeah no it's beautiful um how long have you been doing this and how did you get started um i've been doing video for about 10 years total i guess but I've been doing video well for about <laughs> three years, maybe. So, um, I yeah, it's kind of like I started ten years ago. I picked up the camera and first started recording that long ago, but I would not show anyone any of the stuff I did at that point. Well, you um, gotta learn. It's only been the past, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's only been the past like few years that I've been really proud of everything that I've been making. So, um, yeah, I basically just got started. That's cool. So you kind of found your style. Yeah, that's been kind of my whole thing is like trying to find my own voice and style and unique way of um, portraying the world and not only our world, but the world that we can create in our minds yeah. and interpreting that from other artists um, for music videos and things like that and how it combines with the world inside my heads and just kind of just exploring all that's really fun to me that's amazing well you do such a good job um so where are you from nashville how did you how'd you wind up in nashville i am sort of from to most people i'm from nashville i'm from murfreesboro okay so not too far away but okay. to most people that's like well yeah nashville. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um and we actually just relocated back to Murfreesboro so I'm not 
in in Nashville anymore, but uh, we are. We moved during a pandemic and we got settled into our house, so we are feeling good. Nice. Well, that's super cool. Um, so I know like music and visuals go very much hand in hand. Um, I just they're two completely different worlds. I feel like I have kind of a grasp on the music industry. Um, the filmmaking industry, no idea what's going on there. Um, I just, I can appreciate <laughs> the <me> art, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I can really appreciate, I, I appreciate what you do and the art that you create. Um, what is your approach when someone comes to you and says, Hey, I've got the song. I want to make a video. Where do you go from there? Um, that's a good question. I wish it was like a very specific <laughs> answer. I guess I've kind of figured out how to, um, you know, work with people to get to that point of where to go. Mm-hmm. But it's it's different for each person. It's kind of something you have to feel out because some people come to you and they're like, hey, I have the song. I have this idea. Let's make it. And it's like, all right, cool. And then you're kind of just bringing that vision to life and obviously guiding them since you have the experience mm-hmm. on the video side of things. But some people are like, hey, I have a song. Or sometimes, surprisingly, I didn't think this would ever happen, but it's happened more than I thought it would. People will send me literally like a full EP or something and be like, hey, what songs do you like on here? What songs do we make a video for? What some songs give you some kind of like visual um, ideas to go off of? That's cool. And then, Yeah. <laughs> Because then I can kind of say like, oh, hey, I got some really cool ideas for this one. And then they're like, sweet, let's do it, Um, which is something that's really awesome. I didn't expect that to ever happen. And it's because I work with a lot of lower budget stuff, too. So, you know, I don't have a label coming saying, hey, this is our single. This is the release schedule and all that. I do some of that as well. But a lot of stuff I do is uh, lower budget where it's just like me and the artist sitting down, hashing stuff out. Well, um, I wanted to bring that up as well, and I can edit this out if you don't want to talk about, like, pricing. Um, But I know that, you know, there's a lot that goes into making, I mean, a a film, but making a music video. I know there's lots of editing and lighting and all sorts of different things that I probably can't even comprehend. Um, But I, I don't know, would you, if someone, say, wanted to come to you and make a video, where where do yeah, you go so, from there like do you do you have like a starting point or i mean i don't know do you even want to answer this on the podcast i don't mind answering it um because it's it's uh, something that i wish i would have had more guidance on whenever i was starting yeah and not that i have a great answer to it i'm still trying <laughs> to figure it out you know so hopefully i'm not steering anybody the wrong way if they're listening to this or anything but um i Sometimes people come to me, you know, in the first email or message they sent to me says, hey, this is my budget. Is that something you can work with? Is there something we can do with that? And it's like, I know where I have to bat the budget for the whole video. And then from there, it's, you know, whether that pays, you know, my rates and cruise rates and rentals and all the fees and stuff like that. Um, and then sometimes people come to me and say, how much does a music video cost? Right. And that's a really hard question to answer because 
I mean, especially with music videos, it's so wildly different based on what you're creating. And so it's hard to just give a flat out answer for that. Right. Um, but I'm getting to the point where I'm busy enough where I'm not like begging for work and taking really low paying gigs. Yeah. And it's like, this is the minimum I can take. Right. Just to pay me for my time. Yeah. It's always um, good to get to that point. It's, it's for, very for musicians as well. I mean, it's that yeah. is kind of a hard thing. Imagine. Like, you want to work, but also you got to pay your bills, and um, so yeah, that is nice to get to that point. Yeah, and it makes it worth it whenever you've put in all those hours working, like essentially less than minimum wage, just to do something that you love because you love doing it. Right. And so to be able to be rewarded with like actually getting paid. Yeah a real rate for something that you've put a lot of time and care and passion into is definitely a good feeling. Yeah. I bet. But at the same time, I hate, especially when people come to me and they're just like, um, Hey, like, this is all I have. Is there something we can do with this? And it's like lower right. than what, you know, I'm willing to do right now. And it's like, I can tell they're really passionate about it. And that they've really put their heart and soul into the music. Um, so, and sometimes depending on how busy I am, I may make an exception. Um, or if it's like something super cool that I could really use to like promote my work and fits in with my style as well. There's always, there's so many variables with yeah. pricing. Yeah. It's hard to give a specific amount, um, sure. which I know is what a lot of people want. Right. But, uh, was this all just a, a plot to see if you could get my pricing no. out of these? Well, actually, or, I, uh... I, so I'm a musician as well, and yeah. I actually, I have some music coming out, um, and I, I would honestly love to hire you. Um, but I, I was going to talk to you after the podcast interview, but <laughs> like, seriously, I'm just. Like, this is an elaborate scheme. <laughs> right. So you get my pricing <laughs> 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 video. No, but I'm just wondering because it is such, I mean, I just I fell in love with your work and I feel like it aligns with my work very much but um yeah anyway I just think I think it's hard to know like what you're looking at with you know for for pricing for music videos I don't know I don't have to include any of this um I was just really curious I'm okay with you including this okay one of those things that I think a lot of people um don't know a lot about but are very very curious about because i also get i get a lot of um first time music video yeah. clients yeah um and that's usually the boat that they're in is like i literally have no idea where to start right and uh it, it's really fun to kind of guide them through that process of just like working together through it um but it also can be hard because the worst part about it when you're working with individuals as opposed to like a label is that it's it's their hard-earned money that's coming out of their pocket and they feel every penny you know and so it's like you know oh it costs 50 bucks or 100 bucks to rent this or that for this specific um idea that we have to be able to achieve it um and i i hate saying that but it's also like i can't take out of my rate to right. do that right. you know 
Um, but I know like 50 or hundred dollars is just like, it just stacks on and stacks on yeah. whenever it's like just your barista gig or something like that, <laughs> exactly. or just your Spotify royalties paying for the music video. Exactly. So it's like, it's really hard. And I'm trying to figure out myself how to like, uh, make it more, uh, cost effective and efficient Yeah. for not just me, but for artists to really get the bang out of their butt. Cause the biggest benefit that I can offer is creating a visual landscape to accompany the sonic landscape that you've taken so much time and care to create. And so it's, it's something visual to accompany it, but um, I'm not a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times people think that, just because they make a cool video, they're all of a sudden, you know, going to get a bunch of new followers and people listening to their music. Right. And not that that can't happen, but it's very unlikely that a video is going to go viral, even if it is like a kind of gimmicky viral type video. Right. Um, it's very possible. It'll just fly under the radar and, you know, people forget about it. Right. Well, um, I mean, that's kind of how it is, like making a single, like, you know, it is very, I mean, I don't want to say it's unlikely, but I mean, chances are, you know, every song you release isn't going to be a huge hit. Um, but it, it's nice to have that visual um, representation of yourself. I agree. And I think it's something that for me personally as a listener, because I was a listener and lover of music and musician actually before I started making videos. I always am, and maybe it's just the way different people react to stuff, but like whenever I hear an album, I picture the album art. I picture the music video that was created with it. Like it, those visuals are in my mind, whether I'm looking at them at the time or not. Yeah. Um, a good example of this recently is uh, Washed Out's new album. Um purple noon is what it's called and it has just the coolest like uh purple dusk sunset sky where he's just standing on this building with the moon up there and it's just perfectly captures in that one image the mood and feeling and tone of the entire album and it just like puts me in that place and so that's like part of the fun of me is creating those kinds of worlds for people to explore yeah as they're listening yeah no that's i totally agree so do you have maybe any advice for musicians that are wanting to um get something done or choose a song for a video or anything you have any advice um (laughs) i would say i I think my advice would be to really, really figure out who you are visually um, before you, maybe not necessarily before, but just be thinking about that so much because it is so important, um, especially in this day and age where people are consuming all different forms of, you know, they're not just hearing you on the radio. They're seeing the album art on Spotify whenever they're scrolling. They're seeing your Instagram feed when they're on there. And they're seeing the 
visual content that you have on YouTube or any other social media. So it's something that you have to think about whether you want to or not. You, you have a style. If your style is that you don't think about your style, your style is that you have no style, <laughs> essentially. Like, you, you have a style whether you like it or not, you know? So you have to, like, be aware of it and conscious of it. Um, and so figure that out. And then uh, references, 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 as many of those as you can have. Uh, Pinterest mood boards, music videos that you love. You don't even have to know what you like about them. Um, just something that it, the more the better from a director standpoint, seeing all that stuff. Um, you can kind of put it all together and see what uh, what matches up between those and kind of funnel all that into this artist's unique style, you know, taking something from here, something from there, something from this one, and then making it your own. That's cool, because I'm and sure it's hard to put into words, like, if I came at you and said I wanted this, this, and this, it'd probably be harder to come up with something without having some sort of visual to, you know. Right, yeah, and it can be, it can be bad for the client uh, relationship too because it's like if it's just a verbal hey i like this well it's really hard to interpret visual stuff verbally yeah. and so you could think you're doing exactly what they're wanting and then they look at it and they're like that's not what i was wanting <laughs> and so having like as many references as possible so you're on the same page but with that being said um one of my least favorite things is when people come to me and they kind of just want to like copy something else and they're like i love this this is what i want to do specifically and at first i'm thinking okay cool let's put a unique spin on it to make it uh fit for you and your brand um but then as we get into it um you know sometimes it's like no i literally just want to do this <laughs> and i'm like well then you're just copying and it's not fun right. for anybody and then you just kind of look like uh uh, you're just, you know, riding someone else's coattails of something that either went viral or, uh, and a lot of times too, it's like a similar genre of music that you're going for. And then, you know, all of a sudden, even if your music is a little different because the visuals can be similar, people are making those connections to your music that they may not have even made before. So it's like, oh, wait, now all of a sudden you look more like a copycat than you want. Yeah, That's so you I look say, bad, like and on... then I'm sure it makes you look bad as the, like, the maker, the filmmaker, too. Yeah, I don't, well, because, yeah, I don't want <laughs> people seeing my work and being like, oh, they copied Taylor Swift's last music video. Right. Um, you know, and so not that Taylor Swift doesn't do cool stuff, or she has awesome music video directors um, that I would love to be able to achieve anything that right. they do. Uh, but you know that's kind of especially with like budgets that I'm working with too is like we don't have unlimited resources like Taylor Swift has right so what can we do with what we have access to um, and that's something to think about too it's something uh actually a music video I did recently uh looks way more expensive than it is because the guy was looking for a bar to shoot it at like a speakeasy type of looking thing 
And then he just like totally forgot that he had a friend who had just bought one that wasn't even open yet. So it's perfect because we didn't have to like ask him to close down. Right. And he was his friend. So he literally just let us use the place and it just like ramped up production value so much. And so think about everything you have access to because even if it's something that seems normal and boring to you because you've been around it, you know, your whole life, like your dad owns a video store or something which is hard to come by. I just used that example because my dad used to, and if he still did, I'd be like, let's do it. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, but like places that may be normal to you could be really cool. Um, so thinking about that for locations and props and stuff that you might have access to is something to really get your money's worth. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. I'm glad I asked you this because I've just been mainly interviewing um, musicians. And so I feel like, because it's kind of different so. than those things I feel like I yeah it's kind of a different perspective right so even though I'm not you know super fancy doing music videos I feel like I probably have good advice for people in that situation because I do work with a lot of first-time music video clients yeah. and um, people who aren't signed to labels so um and I'm sure being in Nashville like it's hard to make money there as a musician. I lived there for a couple of years and I was like, I can't get back to Texas cause I can't pay my rent. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah. unless you've made it like pretty big, it is hard to, you know, everyone wants to pay you in tips and dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm sure yeah. that that does get hard here. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I used to play music um and never i mean i think we made a hundred dollars um was the most we ever made yeah and it was split between four band members <laughs> and we were like ecstatic we were like we got paid is that horrible uh, that's horrible that's horrible <sighs> yeah i hate that and that's like um even uh the band one of the bands i used to be in i'm still like good friends with them all and that's actually how i got started doing music videos because I kind of wanted to just practice making videos and they were putting out some new music and wanted a music video for it. So I literally just did one for free for them, um, just for fun, basically. And then just kind of put it out there and people started seeing that. And then I did another one for them um, and uh, started, you know, just working my way up as far as pricing goes. Because at first it's just like, oh, cool, I can get paid to make, like, really cool videos. Right. Kind of a similar feeling to, like, I can get paid making music. Like, yeah. when that first feeling comes, it's like, oh, that is awesome. Yeah. Um, now, granted, I will say, from experience, it is definitely easier to get paid doing video than music. So right. it's uh, one of those things where I'm, you know, now I'm, like, making a living. That wasn't that long ago, and now I'm making a living doing primarily music videos and some other stuff to fill in the gaps. Um, and then like the band that I was in, they're still doing awesome. They're still putting out awesome music, but, and I haven't like talked to them about the financials, but I don't think they're making a living off of solely that. Yeah. And so it's hard, like sitting back and watching like musicians who are doing, I mean, arguably better art than what I'm doing, just in a different form, uh, not be able to, you know, make a living off of it or, uh, make money yeah. doing that. Um, so I think resources like, you doing this podcast and stuff like that to help people, you know, make it a reality is yeah. really cool. 
Well, let me ask you this. I was going to say, I I mean, right now it's like almost impossible to make money um, playing gigs with this pandemic. What has it been? Has it affected you much? Yes. Yes. Um, (laughs) Of course. (laughs) It's it's not been like detrimental um, and it's picking back up. But there for a while, it was um, pretty bad. Uh, I was mostly just doing... um, you know, it's a balance, too, because, like, I want to be safe, but also, like, we were going through the process of selling our house and buying a new house and stuff, and it was, like, super stressful as it is on top of all the delays and all that with the pandemic, plus just the work being unknown during that time was, like, so stressful. That's why we're just, like, such a weight lifted whenever we signed those papers and got yeah. in the house and everything. Um, but it uh, it is... Yeah, it was pretty slow there for a while, and I was mostly doing just, like, at-home editing. People would shoot stuff on their own or have me, like, recycle old footage that I'd shot for them or uh, using stock footage or something, and it'd just be me and my computer, which was um, not as fun either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't enjoy being on set, like, every single day. That would get exhausting. Um, I like the balance of editing at home and being on set. Um, kind of going back and forth you get a taste of each yeah but i was getting pretty bored of sitting on my computer for a while <laughs> um but i was thankful to still have some work you know right. and be able to put some stuff out uh, but it seems like what i'm noticing now and maybe this is some good advice too uh and it's it, i really kicked to my butt as well because i'm getting a lot of clients coming to me saying hey i've been working on this alter quarantine and now I'm getting ready to put this out or I'm making my release strategy and plan to put this out either in winter or spring. And so they're coming to me, you know, looking for video visual content to accompany the EP singles, um, random, just like musical projects that they've been working on during quarantine. And uh, I think if artists aren't already thinking about that, then uh, not to be discouraging, but they are already behind because everybody had this time where, and this was something talking with people during quarantine that, uh, oh, it's funny we talk about during quarantine, like right, <laughs> we should still be quarantined. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like our numbers are not looking good. No, so, no, so. I, to- I, I totally but know what you mean. Like, <laughs> but yeah, everybody's, you know, at this point, just like, all right, they're not uh, sending us any more money to stay at home. So I guess we got to get out. Right. Um, everybody just wear your mask and stay away. Don't Hope for the best. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, um, it's like, you know, everybody was hunkered down and just like going through this weird thing where we're all emotionally just like in this strange place, this strange world they've never lived in. And I mean, as artists, I mean, how are we all going to express that? Musicians are going to make music. Yeah. Um, directors are going to make videos and stuff like that. So uh, it, people were creating so much during that time that people are now getting to the point where they're getting ready to figure out how to um, release that and creating new content uh, for that. And so it's definitely something... Uh, to be thinking about 
right now if you're not thinking about that is how you're going to release it, your release strategy. And honestly, it doesn't even have to, because I know some people, um, like me even, I did some weird like art project during quarantine that I knew probably wasn't ever going to make me any money, but it was just like a fun, uh, just like escapism yeah. uh, thing that I did. And it just, it was very fulfilling. And so I guess also don't be discouraged if you, uh, if you don't have a lot of like money to put into it or an amazing release strategy, um, still put it out into the world because um, the world needs art right now. So for sure, now more than ever before. I've I've talked to a lot of people um, about like their experience with the quarantine, and mm-hmm. you know, people are either kind of just like you know being able to create and express themselves and make a good time out of it and then there's people who just can't cannot comprehend what we're what's happening you know Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i'll say for me like it's been hard with a two-year-old at home usually i would get some Mm -hmm. breaks to like go be around other adults um but you know we're just at home like we just hang out at home all day and watch frozen and so (laughs) so yeah no I but I totally agree like you just gotta push through and use your time as as best as you can yeah I definitely know what you're feeling because it's like (laughs) people are talking about you know expressing me how productive they've been creating stuff during quarantine and uh you know I did a little bit but I had this like grand plan of everything I wanted to get done and still want to get done um, but yeah, having a two-year-old, it's, just like, it's, it's a weird time. Like, it's a, like, yeah, you're just stuck at home. It's like, well, I, I don't really have the time that I think I do to, to, uh, do all this stuff. Exactly. Like right now, my little guy's asleep in my arms. I'm holding him like <laughs> oh, <laughs> while we're doing this. So, so it's just like been such an adjustment and I know for everyone, but, um, yeah, it's just, it's just bizarre. Cannot believe where this is even happening. You know, it's just. I know it's still to the point where it's just like, so is this some kind of weird dream we're all gonna wake from, wake up from at some point, right. or like, like we're just... living through a pandemic? What? Yeah. yeah. So crazy. Yeah. So is your when did your son turn two? He so he'll be three in February. So I don't know. Okay. Okay. Are they about a year? Yeah. I'm saying my son is two, but he's um, going to be two in December. Okay. Um, beginning of December. So I'm just at that point where people get annoyed with you for saying 22 and a half months old. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I'm just like, he's, he's two. And he's, he's like full two now, like screaming for no reason oh, kind so of stuff. So, <laughs> yeah. So, and people have told me like, oh, well, you got at least another year of that. I'm like okay cool sweet love it thanks <laughs> thanks for the encouragement guys lie yeah, to me a little yeah. bit get used to it <laughs> right awesome is that still been going on or yeah. tell me about the last time no okay i'm gonna lie to you and tell you it's it's better no oh, great no Wonderful. yeah Can't totally <laughs> yeah it's gonna be fine <sighs> anyway but um ah. Well, really quick, let me ask you this. Where can people go to see your work and get in contact with you? Yeah. Um, so my website 
uh, mossflowerpictures.com. It's M-O-S-S flowerpictures.com. It is a great place, um, and it's um, kind of fun to poke around on there. And uh, my Instagram, <laughs> my Instagram is just at Mossflower Pictures. Um, those are probably the two best places. If you go on my Facebook, you can interact with um, my grandma on there. She's the one who's always liking and commenting on there. Aww. Shout out, Grandma. Hey, Grandma. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, but yeah, Instagram and the website is probably the, the best place to uh, reach out to me. Cool. Well, uh, for everyone listening, definitely be sure to check out Luke's website. There is just a ton of beautiful and inspiring work on there, and you definitely don't want to miss it. Thanks for listening to the Groove Lab podcast. Stay groovy. All right, song of the week time. This week's pick is Reach or Reason by Josh Rennie Hines. Josh was actually a guest on the podcast a few weeks back, so if you haven't heard that, um, definitely go check it out. I'll link it down below. I'm also going to put a link to a video that he did for this song. It's just honestly beautiful, and I'm super excited for him. I know he's got some new music coming out soon, so if you're not listening to him already, you need to be. So go find him on Spotify and enjoy. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week with singer-songwriter Bailey Hager. Stay groovy. Stay groovy.